This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's 7.15. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Charmila and Lynn. And now we're talking about a game called Politic Mama, developed by a team named Error 404. Love both names. I, <laughs> I think both names are pretty spectacular. So basically, a group of young people consisting of secondary and university students have developed a multi-part digital game aiming to simulate the voting process here in our country. And uh, the game was actually a champion in uh, democracy. Democracy Lab, which is a three-month-long civic tech challenge by Undi18. And yeah, I think um, considering the fact Undi18 kind of tells you, right, where this stems from. So the game wants to create awareness on voters' education to prepare first-time voters for elections. So it includes checking information, identifying election offences. I love that. Um, Outlining campaigning culture, verifying news sources and casting your vote. Um, It was developed after carrying out a survey with 100 young people, almost half of whom said that the main obstacle to learning about politics is the boring way in which information is presented, hence a game. So, let us know. Um, do you think you'll play this game? Um, are you looking forward to try it out? Um, you can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now is Suita Lam, one of the developers of Politic Mama. Suita, welcome to the show. First of all, tell us how the idea for this game came about. So, actually, we have four topics to choose. And we chose like political apathy, misinformation, and political illiteracy is the second topic. So um, the main reason we chose this question is because we actually get to relate with this question very much. Like we get to notice our friends actually don't really care about politics and they don't really understand the meaning behind voting. Like, oh, why should I vote during Johor election? Because all of us are from Johor. Um, the politicians are just are just uh, prior, prioritizing their self-gain and I shouldn't really vote. That's what they think. So we think that this is a very dangerous situation because um, we are actually electing a leader of our country and how are we going to vote if we are informed? Uh, we are just going to follow our friends and families, the pattern of them voting without being really informed. So we want to do something about this and... Yeah, that's how we develop the game, like the idea behind the game. So uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but the name of the game, Politic Mama, uh, strikes us as interesting. How was it decided on? What were you trying to evoke with the name? I think Mama is a place that unites a lot of Malaysians. Like back to those days when uh, Dato Lee Chong Wei used to play badminton. A lot of us are gathering at um, mama stalls and cheering for them and yeah hoping for another holiday so um, it's a place that unites Malaysian and it's a place to chill uh. so what we are trying to convey is the unity of Malaysian especially young people and also um, to not let the issue of politics to appear as very dense like uh, it's just it's just a issue that we can just talk about in mama stalls and chill and you know chat about politics it uh, politics shouldn't be a very dense issue that should only be debated in parliament or on a newspaper yeah so if we go back to the beginning what have you and your team gathered about voter turnout in the country and the significance of younger voters to the overall outcome 
So I think elderies tend to vote more in especially Malacca election, like after Malacca election, we developed the game. So we noticed the low young voter turnout rate during Malacca election. And I think the overall impact of young voter, low young voter turnout rate is that uh, it brings a nationwide impact. So let's imagine if the young voter turnout rate is high, like for example, 80% of youths actually turn up to vote. Uh, what's going to convey to the policymakers is that, oh, youth have their own opinion, youth have their own voices, and we should consider youth when we are amending our policies. But if young voter turnout rate is low, um, what it actually conveys is that uh, young voters don't really have their own opinion and voices, so we should just carry on without really considering. So, yeah. What are some of the main issues that exist, you think, when it comes to encouraging younger people to participate in voting? I think the main issue is that they don't really know why they should vote and they are not informed. So they don't really show up to vote. And also, we think that one main issue is that uh, they are not familiar with voting. A lot of them are first-time voters and uh, without knowing how voting works, and there are a lot of uncertainty, they won't show up at the polling station. So I think um, the main issue is to like familiarize, we, we should familiarize young voters with the voting process in Malaysia so that um, after they are familiarized, they actually show up at the polling station to vote. So how does gamification help when it comes to helping people learn, particularly about something that can be quite dense and complex like politics? Yeah, so we actually approached, we conducted a survey involving 100 young people and we asked them, um, do, are, they in, uh, are they involved in politics? Are they familiar with politics? And if they are not, which is uh, most of them are not really familiar with politics, what is the main hurdle that is stopping them to uh, getting involved in political issues? And uh, it came out, came out as a surprise that a lot of, young voters think that it's actually the boring source of information. Like, um, a lot of times we say that, ah, young voters don't care about politics because they are only focused on K-pops, because they only want to watch movies. But um, it's actually the boring source of information. Like, we notice it makes sense as well, because um, a lot of times when we, we are browsing news on... Um, newspaper or what we what we notice is that uh, there are a lot of attacks like attacks on personality of politicians from different backgrounds like these will discourage the youth from uh get getting to know more about politics last so um tackling the issue of boring source of information we uh, decided to compile all the information and present it in an interactive way like our young voters get to make choices along the way and represent the information in a simple way, in a way that youth get to um, understand. Like a lot of times we, when we say uh, election offenses, you will be you will be charged under which act or yeah. So uh, we try to make all this act and all this dense issue of politics to appear as um, friendly to youth so that they, they can understand well. So we know that the game is aimed to simulate the voting pro process in our country, right? Can you walk us through, from a user's point of view, uh, what the game will look like? 
So we try to cover every perspective. I mean, uh, every perspective of the whole campaigning period and also voters education, like basic stuff. So we started off from how do you verify your voters information? Is your address correct? Which websites should you go through? And um, if your address is not correct or there are any issues with your information, what should you do? How should you amend the information presented on the website? And then we move on to election offenses and we tell them, oh, what's bribery and what's not bribery. And then we move on to misinformation. Like uh, if you find some new sources to be suspicious, how do you fact check all these sources and why you shouldn't trust sources easily? And then finally, the voting day. Like we started off with what shirt you can wear and what shirt you cannot wear. Just because you support a political party doesn't mean that you can wear the shirt to the polling station and why you'll be charged under which act. Then when you reach the polling station, we tell them what, uh, what they'll be doing. Like the officer will verify their identity and then they will dip the finger into the indelible ink. And then what's the purpose of the ink? Oh, is to ensure that the same voter doesn't vote twice. And then the officer will take off your name on the electoral list, in the electoral list, and you receive your ballot paper. And then they actually get to cast their vote. Yeah. So um, we walk them through the general thing that will be involved in the campaigning period and also their responsibility as a voter, not only on the voting day itself, but also prior to the voting day. And yeah, we have four different conclusions. Like along the way, voters get to make choices and different choices will lead to different conclusions so that it's interactive and they get to try out for a few times. So were there any challenges in the process of developing this game? One of the major challenges is that none of us have coding knowledge, actually. Like we don't know how to code, but the competition is a three-month-long civic tech challenge. Like we need to design and then to code out the game within three months itself and it's a very big challenge but uh, with good teamwork I would say like two of us are developing the game and then two, another two of us are designing the designing the images and then another one is in charge of the communication we actually get to we actually get to build the game like although there are a lot of hurdles like we need to find out information on the internet and then read tons of forums and see what other people are doing and how to fix the bug and we watch youtube videos and yeah we have a few it friends that help us a lot so i think with all this help we, we get to build a game like fortunately the game is done so I think this is a big challenge like yeah that teaches us what is patience so since we're in this era right of people living learning online um, what kind of factors should be taken into consideration when creating platforms for folks to educate themselves politically well the fact that young people is using relying on online sources a lot actually prompted us to build this website, like to make this website a web version. But another part is because the competition is a civic tech challenge. So um, yeah, it should be online as well. But I think uh, what kind of factors should be taken into consideration? Yeah, because young people like online stuff, right? <laughs> like it would be difficult if we were to conduct physical session and then tell people, you know what? we are having a political education session at somewhere, somewhere today. Can you please come? 
how are we going to attack the young voters? Because a lot of times those who will approach us are those who already have some basic knowledge of voting and they are interested in politics, but uh, we don't really get to um, we don't really get to reach those young people that are politically apathetic. So uh, with this web version of our game, like young people don't really uh, don't really need to step out of the house. They just need to click on the link and then see, ah, I want to see what are you guys doing? And then uh, just to try out our game. Like, so I think, I think the fact that young people are relying on online sources a lot definitely contributed to the idea behind the game. So then where can people go to access and play the game? Uh, people can access and play this game at the web version, bit.ly slash politicmama, P and M is capital letter. But uh, we also developed uh, an app. Like you can download it as an app for better experience because it actually take time for the visuals and the audio to work. You can download it as an app in your mobile handphone or on your uh, PC as well. And then the links can be found in our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram, error404. Suita, thanks for speaking with us today. That was Suita Lam, one of the developers of Politic Mama. If you want to check out the game, you can head on over to bit.ly slash politicmama capital P, capital M, or download it as an app on your phone or computer. You can also check out their Facebook or Instagram. Just search for error404. You've been listening to the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.